Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of our podcast, the Elevate Poaching <laughs> The Elevate Coaching Podcast. Get my words out, where we empower you to take charge of your life, both physically and mentally. Today's topic is one that I'm truly passionate about and it's especially relevant to anyone who's ever struggled with mindless eating. But before we dive in, I want to give a quick shout out to our free masterclass, Overcome Emotional Eating and Feel at Peace with Food. If you have ever felt out of control around food, this is the masterclass that you need. It's a real game changer. The feedback I've had has been amazing. So many practical tips that you can take away and start applying to your life straight straight away. I don't know why I can't talk today. Anyway, I'm going to leave that little intro there and let's jump straight into it. This episode is going to be all around mindless eating. So, if you're someone who maybe finds it hard to say no to food when it's right in front of you, or maybe you've had a biscuit with your cup of tea when you finish work, but then you find it really hard to say no when you end up demolishing the whole packet, or you might be someone that has a little bit of chocolate and you can't put it back in the cupboard and leave it because you just can't stop thinking about that chocolate until you have absolutely finished it all. This episode is for you. And even thinking about it, if you find it difficult to stop eating even though when you're full, this episode's also going to be really, really helpful for you. And ultimately, if you find yourself being quite mindless around food, then we're going to dive into all of this in this episode. And my mission is for you to get to a point where you can feel so empowered around food and your choices. And a, a large part of what we're going to be talking today, uh, talking about today, is going to be mindfulness. Shock, I know, Laura talking about mindfulness yet again. And yes, I absolutely am. And I hope that you can start to see just how important mindfulness practice is and how it can literally tie into every single area of your life and also elevate every area of your life as well. So I do want to start with the definition of mindful eating and this was taken from Harvard. Um, so mindful eating focuses on the eating experiences, body related sensations and thoughts and feelings about food with heightened awareness and without judgment. That is all. It is ultimately about paying attention, being aware, being present and not judging ourselves for our food choices, which is really, really important because if you think about it or think about where you're, you're at right now, it probably is, you, you probably are quite mindless around food and you can probably be quite impulsive as well. And then afterwards, you're just overtaken by all of this guilt. And I know because of the conversations I have with you, just how all consuming that guilt can actually be. So if we set the scene for a moment, you may open a packet of biscuits and then before you know it, you've eaten them all. 
the whole packet has gone and it's mindless because you didn't really have much awareness to doing it and there wasn't really any enjoyment when you were doing it either so what we're working so what what we're working towards is coming away from this type of behavior and i really really want to highlight here that this practice will take time you won't do this once and be healed you will need to continually practice the skill and the, you know, the skills that I'm going to share with you in a moment and put yourself in situations where you can actually practice these skills as well. It will take effort and it will require time. This will not happen overnight. I just want to make that clear from the get go. And I'm, I'm going to share more on this in a moment, but just to add some context here, okay? Um, the example I'm going to use is maybe uh, if you eat dinner without the TV or without any distractions once, that's not going to be enough to make that behavior change, to make that long term change that you really want. You're going to need to continually practice that behavior change until it feels natural, until it's embedded in you, until you've become aware and it will feel uncomfortable, it will feel weird, Weird. it will feel strange and all of those awkward and uncomfortable feelings that, that come with doing something new, but it's so important that you push through that because that's where growth happens and what you've been doing right now hasn't been serving you and we're trying to step into a new identity and embody that new person that you're you're stepping into so we really really do need to practice these skills that I'm going to share with you and embody them and be compassionate to ourselves don't talk shit to ourselves okay um and and I'm just thinking I've got another podcast episode actually which would link in quite nicely to this I can't remember the episode name or the number it's all about talking shit to yourself but I will let me just write that down so I can link that in the show notes as well um Cool. Okay, I've got that written down here so I don't forget because I think that will tie in really nicely to um to this episode for you as well. Um okay, so the only way to be more mindful is to practice mindful behaviors. And I know that sounds quite straightforward and quite simple because it is. And we actually need to challenge our impulsive behaviors. So Mindful eating is super important because it brings awareness to your habits. So bringing awareness to your eating habits may look like sitting down and eating without distraction. That means no TV, no radio, no nothing. Just being fully present in the situation, in your food, in what you're eating. And I want you to really like you know, set a nice environment up for yourself, have some nice candles, put some nice incense or oils on and make it feel nice. This is going to be quality time for yourself and sit. Of course, I know that it's not possible to do that for every single meal, but if you have some time where you can do that, I would definitely recommend doing that. And there will always be a time and a place to go really hard on something. Um, And the reason I mention that is because 
I'm in a season right now where I may sit and eat my lunch while I'm working because I need to really show up for myself in my work. And my relationship with food right now is great. I've done all of this work. I have the skills, the strategies. I know how to overcome any of those feelings. And if they do surface for me, I can overcome them really quickly. Um, But if you're in a place where you're actively working on that relationship with food, and I know a lot of us will often sit on our desk at lunch and work through and eat our lunch, but I would really try to dedicate the time to have that meal away from your work desk, away from your laptop, away from your phone. I know it's not always possible, but remember the end goal. The end goal is to have peace with food, to stop that mindless snacking, that mindless eating that that overtakes us with guilt and then keeps us trapped into this vicious cycle. So just for a short period of time, if you can have your meals away from any distractions, please, please, please do your best to implement that. And you know, make it as nice as you want. Like I said, set sand candles, uh, scented oils, um, make the environment really lovely for you and somewhere that you actually want to be. And take your time eating. Savour every taste. Think about how it tastes, how it smells. What's the texture like? How do you feel in your body? What sensations are happening? Where are they happening? Be so engrossed in what is happening in this very moment. And you can then start to think about the internal and external cues of how that food is making you feel after you've eaten. So you may notice when you mindlessly eat that it's because you were really stressed. Or maybe you've noticed that you've skipped some meals during the day. So you've become super hungry and you just uncontrollably need to eat whatever is inside of you. So by slowing down and becoming mindful, we can actually start to recognise what are our triggers. And then when you do know what your triggers are, you can start to implement specific strategies to help you. And for all of my one to one clients, this is something that we do if we're not we will do if we're not already doing. And if you do feel like you need some extra support with this, please do let me know. Um, And then you can also uh, notice how you're feeling after you've eaten the meal. So are you feeling full? Are you feeling satisfied? Or do you feel uncomfortably full? Do you feel sick? Do you feel really bloated? Do you feel lethargic and tired and, and grumpy? Start to take notice of how you feel after you eat foods. And This may be, you know, you may want to be carrying a little journal around with you or some notes in your phone and literally write down how you felt before that meal. So before you eat, take a moment and think, how do I feel right now? Check in with yourself. Can I feel any sensations in my body? Am I stressed? Am I happy? Am I relaxed? Am I calm? And then eat the food, take your time. And then check in with yourself afterwards, literally do the same thing again and refer back to that hunger and fullness scale that I've spoken about before. Where am I on this hunger and fullness scale? Am I a six? Am I a five? Or am I a 10 where I'm just uncomfortably full, close to the point of being sick? That hunger and fullness scale is going to be super, super helpful. And you can use that before you eat and also after you eat as well to help you learn to tap into Uh, your hunger and fullness cues as well. Um, Okay, so I've got some notes here and 
I want to share six of these practical tips with you that you can use to help practice more mindful eating. So number one is going to be just honouring the food. And that can be taking a moment before you eat and acknowledging where the food has come from, how you've prepared the meal, or who, who has prepared the meal for you if someone has cooked it. And eat without distraction to deepen that experience that you're having right now with your food and to tap into that awareness. Two is to engage all senses. Notice what sounds, colours, tastes, smells, textures of the food you can feel when you're eating and pause momentarily to engage the sensations as well. Number three is serve modest, uh, modest, <laughs> modest portions. So this can help with um, reducing overeating and also food waste. Um, and don't forget inside your guides and also inside the app, um, most of you have got hand portion guidelines as well. If you want them and you need some extra help with them, let me know if you don't have them and I can definitely send them across to you. Um, but they become really, really helpful. And then again, you can check in with yourself with that hunger and fullness scale. Where am I now? Am I a five or a six? That's probably a good place to be to stop eating at around a six. Number four is savour every mouthful and chew thoroughly. So just slow down your eating process. We don't need to like wolf our meal down super quick. Like we can chew our food properly and enjoy it. And that ties into being more mindful, noticing the sensations, what can you taste, see, smell, all of those things. Oh, my number four tied into number five. So these are now my five top tips. I just realised because <laughs> number five was going to be uh, eat slowly, which I just mentioned. Anyway, so the new number five is now going to be don't skip meals. So if you t if you notice that you skip your lunch at work because you were so busy and then you get home from work and you're absolutely ravenous, you're starving, so you just go and raid the cupboards and that's when you can't have that one biscuit because you're so hungry, you've deprived yourself of food all day that you just need the quickest carbohydrate and sugar hit possible. So don't skip your meals because by skipping your meals, you're just increasing your hunger and your chances of overeating. Whereas if you're already satisfied and full throughout the day, the chances of you actually wanting to go and overeat and eat because you're tired or eat because you're hangry is going to be a lot, a lot lower. So going too long without eating increases your risk of, well, your stronger, what am I trying to say? Increases the risk of strong hunger. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get my words out then. And also like having your meals at the same day, at the same time every day can also be super, super helpful. And it just helps you getting into that pattern. Your body knows when it's going to expect a meal. Um, because I know for me, my body is like clockwork at the moment. It knows when its next meal is due. And 
yeah, if I haven't had that meal on time, I feel really, really, really hungry. So your bodies will learn and they will adapt and also they'll work in your circadian rhythm. Anyway, I don't want to go off a different tangent today. I just literally want to stick to some mindful eating um, strategies that you can use. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, um, these will take time to implement. It might take you two months. It might take you six. It might take you a year. But if you are not consistent with practicing this and you allow yourself to consistently reverse backwards instead of progressing forwards and working on this behavior change and and trying to reduce your impulse control or trying to uh, reduce your impulse around food, then you're always going to be stuck in this negative feedback loop. So really do stick with it for as long as it takes to get there because I absolutely promise you, you will get there. This is the only way to get there. You cannot take a shortcut to heal that relationship with food. You cannot take a shortcut to stop mindless eating. It's just not possible. There is no other way. And I really want to highlight that because consistency will pay off. And I promise you, once you get there, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, Laura, you were right. It was so worth getting here. (laughs) So I promise you, it will be worth getting there. Before I wrap this up, there is one last thing that I do also want to mention. And that's just to be mindful of the language that we use around food. And to also try to remove us from this like toxic diet culture that we're, we're kind of living in at the moment where food is labeled as good as bad. Um, like, yes, some food will be more nutritionally, uh, will have more nutritional value than other food. Doesn't mean that we need to start labeling food as good or bad because the language we use will influence our behaviors. And if we believe food is bad and now because we've opened that packet of biscuits we may as well finish it because it's a bad food and we've ruined everything and we're off track now so can you see how these all start to tie in together and how the language we use the beliefs we hold about ourselves all tie in into our behaviors and our habits as well when we remove the emotion that we attach from food, we also can then start to become more in control of our eating habits. And we might be able to have that one biscuit and then move on with our day. Which reminds me, actually, I have got another episode. I think it's episode 13, um, which is focus on, uh, focus on bad days to get better results i'm pretty sure that's what it's called i'll also link that in the show notes um in the show notes as well so you can go and find that episode which will be super super helpful but this is uh, this episode is all about overcoming that mindset that we have with food and not to be stuck in this oh well i've had a biscuit now i may as well just press the fuck it button and just go all out and eat this whole packet and start again on monday I'm going to leave that there because the episode, episode 13 goes into all of this in so much more detail. I don't want to overwhelm and overload you with too much information right now. But there is actually one final thought that I do want to leave you with that I think is really important. Even if you do open that packet of biscuits and you eat more than you initially wanted, the worst you probably will do in terms of your fat loss journey for that day or that week is you will just stay exactly where you are. You won't go backwards. You won't go forwards. 
you'll stay exactly where you are right now. So remind yourself of that next time you find yourself in that situation to not go full throttle and press that fuck it button and have every meal off track, off plan. You know, I don't even really like using those words, but you understand what I mean when I say that. So that's where I'm going to leave today's episode. Please re-listen to this as many times as you feel like you need to. And obviously come to me if you have any questions or if you're struggling with anything in particular. And that wraps up today's episode. I really hope that you found these insights valuable. And remember, becoming mindful about food is a journey, not a destination. It requires practice, patience and compassion towards yourself. Don't expect perfection. And remember that each step forward, no matter how small, is still progress. If you want to delve deeper into overcoming emotional eating, I really strongly urge you just to pop me a message for the free masterclass, Overcome Emotional Eating and Feel at Peace with Food. You can reach out to me on Instagram, which is at laurahater3. I'll also make sure that um, my Instagram is linked in the show notes below. Just send me a DM with the word free and I can send that across to you. No questions asked. But this really is a masterclass for anyone who is looking to gain control over their food choices and develop a healthier relationship with eating. Until next time, remember you have the power to change your life and it all starts with a single step. Thank you for tuning in today and take care.